Hello and welcome to the Bride Tender Podcast. I'm your host, SC Levin, and I'm here to tend to the brides like I tend to the bar. So mix yourself a cocktail and let's get ready to discuss all things weddings. Today, I'm here with somebody who is like keeping me young, you know, because she's really good at social media. She doesn't need me to explain anything to her, but she needs to explain it all to me because this truly has turned into like a full-time full-time job. That's what I tell people. It's like you need to be your own social media manager. So everybody, I'm here with Sam Gentilly from So Bridal Social, and we're going to talk about content creation, social media for your business, all the things that really everybody needs in today's day and age. And truthfully, it is so hard to keep up with all of it. Oh, for sure. I, I Like you said, it really is a full-time job, I yeah. guess, which is why I'm here doing what <laughs> I'm doing. Um, but it really is. And I tell everyone that a first, firstly, your client's first thought is to stop at your Instagram. And for me, yeah. people my age, I don't look at anything anymore. I go straight to an Instagram, and if I like your vibe and your style and your aesthetic, that's where I, that's where I go. So for sure, the most important thing I think you could have right now in terms of marketing material is an Instagram and a really good one at that. So now I want to actually like gauge your, your perspective on this because for me, I'm like, okay, it was like MySpace, then Facebook, then Instagram, and then you have like your subdivisions. Yep. I don't know if anyone would call it that but me, but like, uh, which is like Snapchat and um, I don't, honestly, I don't even know. I see something like Visco. I don't even know what that is, <laughs> but I don't, I don't even know if I'm saying that right, to be honest with you. Um, but there's just so many other uh, other like arenas and now like we have things like reels on Instagram and it's like you have to be doing reels in order to get your content out there. Yeah. So it's become even more so than just photos now, it's very much about the video. A hundred percent. It And it sucks too, I guess within the wedding industry because I think moving or even looking back, we've always been so photocentric. Like mm -hmm. you're getting a ton of beautiful video uh, photos, professional photos from photographers. And now it's kind of like, oh, those are great. But <laughs> to grow your Instagram, now you need very, very specifically yeah. formatted and curated and captured content that is for solely a social media purpose. Sometimes not even things that videographers are catching on the day either because right. they're looking for things for the couple, whereas for the couple might not make sense for a Instagram or social presence on TikTok or Instagram and everything like that. So yeah, it, it really is a struggle now, but that really is where I think it's it has been heading and is right now and is going to continue. Video content's king. And um, a real thing for the wedding day, which I was just thinking about, and where you can come into play on two different uh, two different aspects is like, on the business end of things, and I'll speak on the business for a second, is that it's so hard to capture your own content when you're like, oh, I'm dealing with the bride and I'm dealing with the vendors and yep. I'm dealing with this, that it's cool to have somebody behind the scenes who's showcasing what you do and yes. what your job, your role is that day. But also, we're now in this, in this like area of life, 2023, where brides want that behind the scenes content so that they can enjoy it the next day, they can post it, they can kind of like 
gain traction as an influencer, so to yeah. say. You know, you have, like it's. I think that like your your business model can work for for two different sides of the business, which is for the bride, also for the vendors. A hundred percent. And I've actually, it's funny that you mentioned that. I've been doing that recently. So. I started out on the vendor side of things in my career, doing social media and starting in that realm. And then when video content kind of became more prevalent in the industry and prevalent in social media management in general, I started doing content creation for vendors. So I worked with a couple of vendors in the industry and grew their pages through social and through content creation. And now I feel like it's just started to blow up with brides where they actually were the ones right. that wanted it. And whether it be for kind of the hype of being an influencer or like a TikTok star or something like that and having your reels blow up or solely just for more consumable content, because now obviously, as you know, everyone's kind of attention span has gone to literally zero. <laughs> so they can't focus on anything anymore and I can't either. Like I'm not gonna watch a two hour video or an hour video anymore. Like I can't, I can't, even on TikTok, like they're two, they're seven minute videos and I have to skip sometimes. And I, I admit that's very Gen Z, but um, <laughs> they, everyone's looking for a really quick, more consumable recap that's fun and, and based right. around more concise formatting. So yeah, it's definitely a double kind of edge sword with what I do where I could do it for vendors because I know what brides are looking for. Mm -hmm. And I also could do it for brides because I also know what they're looking for personally. So it's a win-win. Definitely. And I think in today, I mean, in today's times, we're now in wedding season. So I'm sure you have been crazy, yeah. as, as have I, um, truly. Like, I don't know how I'm making it through this month. Yeah. Deranged. Yeah. I, <laughs> Everyone I, is. I, I, feel like. I sure am. I'm like, yeah. I'm like. I'm like getting by by the skin of my teeth, if I'm really being honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my poor husband, he had, he, he really had like no idea like what wedding season meant like prior to like meeting me and then dated me, married me, all these things. And I was like, wow, like my life is like crazy from April through December, sorry, but like I'll see you in January. <laughs> the partners of wedding professionals are the unsung heroes of this industry. I will tell Thousand you, they percent. put up with so much. <laughs> so I applaud every single one because I know my boyfriend also is dealing with that where he's like, I never yeah. see you. I'm like, sorry, you see me in like December. Yeah, <laughs> peace. <laughs> so yeah. So I totally get it. So now I've seen you've kind of been like traveling a bit and 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 doing this. So like so now you've really taken this, you know, internationally. Oh my god. <laughs> it's been a dream. Like I'm one of those people that if I could get on a plane and go somewhere, I would just totally do it in a heartbeat. And I've told all my brides, I I've, I've gotten a bunch of inquiries for destination weddings or, you know, there's there's somewhere that's not local to New York, New York, and they're like, would you come? I was like, oh, I will be there 100 <laughs> percent, even if it's like not, even if it's a little complicated, I will make it work and I will get there. Um, but I've been blessed that I've been able to travel to so many fun places, at least even so far, just for this yeah. job. Um, I've been to Paris and went to like a gorgeous chateau in the south of France. That's the dream. Oh, I felt like I was in like some kind of rom-com, like sitting there listening to all the like the birds chirping. I'm like, is this mm -hmm. is this my job? Like, is this real life? Because um, that was baffling. That really hit me that I was like, wow, this is this is, I'm living a dream right now. 
Um, <laughs> and then I actually went to Canoan, which is a small island outside of the Barbados. Mm. And also- I love Barbados. Oh my gosh, gorgeous. I had my honeymoon there. It was the best ever. Uh, that, the island is so cute and it's perfect weather. Perfect. It is. I, I did, I was, um, I stayed at Sandals in Barbados. I like highly recommend it. Like Sandals, if you want to like sponsor the podcast, yeah. they talk about you all the time. Hit her up. Like truly, if you want to send me a free vacation, <laughs> it's totally fine. Like we'll go anywhere, Jamaica, um, Curacao, like I'm super open. Use um, the code BRIDETENDER10. Use the code BRIDETENDER10 for Sandals. Can you imagine? That'd be oh great. <laughs> You're taking me with you. <laughs> it literally was amazing. And Barbados is just like such an awesome island. So the fact of like to get to go there for work and just yeah. like get to shoot there and like enjoy it a little bit is awesome. I ju it's like the dream job to, <laughs> to go to these places and then be like, not only am I here and I love not what I'm doing, but I'm also getting paid to do it. It's mm -hmm. like... I, I can't ask for anything more than that, honestly. So I want to ask you, how did you like get into the wedding industry? Like, is this something that you wanted to do your whole life? Actually, not the wedding industry, surprisingly. Um, I always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. That has been one of my cornerstones in my life since literally I could remember, whether it was like selling stuff in, in my elementary school at lunch <laughs> or something. Like I always knew that I wanted to be my own boss and do something creative that I really liked. Um, my mom actually started in corporate events. So she's oh, wow. not a planner or anything. She does kind of really big, she's in a production company. So she does that realm. So I've always grown up with the weird schedule mm -hmm. and yep. going to shows and dealing with things. So I guess that always was kind of, subconscious to me but during covid actually i was in school and obviously the world stopped and i had to go home um i ended up staying doing online classes for years and at some point i was like i'm going to class for three hours a day what am i doing like for the other <laughs> part of my life um and i was i just wanted to do something or something that made me feel good, that me that made me feel like I was kickstarting something in a resume builder because I'm very crazy in type A and a workaholic <laughs> like that. Um, so I started my own champagne cart rental company. So I bought the champagne Ooh. cart and I, I did it with my cousins and we rented it out to places on Long Island and little backyard parties and everything. Um, and that's how I started getting in. And that's when I started meeting people and connecting with people and doing social for some of these other wedding industry professionals and, and all very local and small at the time. A lot of them grew to be bigger now, I think, mm -hmm. I, and I love seeing it because I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember them when they yeah. were doing little backyard Long Island parties. Mm -hmm. um, and then I actually met Gino, my former boss, through Dolce & Gelato Catering because I was having a little networking get together at the end of that summer, COVID summer, for all the industry professionals that we worked with to say thank you for dealing with the crazy COVID summer. And we hit it off and I started working with him and that's kind of how I got into, excuse me, how I got into the bigger realm of the wedding industry. Well, I feel like when it comes down to the wedding industry, so many people, it's like in their blood. So, yeah. it, and it was really for you too. And I think a lot of people in this industry are very entrepreneurial, so it totally makes sense. Yeah. And this is an industry that is always consistent. There's always people getting married, but what I always say is that 
when you work in this world, like it truly is like the mafia. Like it's like you don't want to get out because no. it really sucks you in. It totally sucks you in. Oh, for sure. And I feel like you have to be a certain breed to want to work in, in this industry. You do. <laughs> you do because it, it takes so many days, hours, months of your life. Like you truly, you know, forget about weekends, forget about holidays, forget about holiday weekends. That's yep, well, like out yeah. completely. Um, so you totally have to love it. You have to love, yeah. absolutely love what you do. Yeah, I tell all my brides that too. And I said, I even step above my duties as a content creator to give them advice because I just love to talk clearly. But I always say with your vendors, if you don't get that immediate, like, I mm -hmm. love what I do and I love not only doing this industry, but also making your day feel special, then don't hire them because then they're not in it for the right reasons. Because this industry can spit someone yeah. up like that and, and just, or choose them up, spit them out. And you really have to love it. And it, I, I tell this to all of my clients, there's always going, there's so many people who do different areas of the business. So yeah. if you don't really vibe with somebody, that's okay because there will be somebody else who you will. Exactly. And I even, like, again, I always, tell my brides at the beginning of my phone calls when I have with them, I said, look, you take this time. This is a time for you to s scope me out and see if you vibe with me. And I said, I won't be offended if you don't. You can't vibe with everyone. And I said, if I don't vibe with you, it would just be uncomfortable during the day to not vibe with each other right, when we're in right. each other's faces. And it's a long day. It's, it's a long day. day. It's a lot of hours. I, I, I always say that too because I think when I was a bit younger, I might have been more like, upset if like I didn't like if me and a client didn't feel but now that I'm now that I'm older and I've been in the industry a long time I'm more like when you're planning a wedding or you're working a wedding you're working with someone for a long time it's not oh usually oh you're working with them for three weeks or three months or six months it's usually about a year if yeah. not more and a year is a really long time to work with somebody that you don't really feel like connected to so mm -hmm. I, I agree with that. You need to kind of really like hit it off from the beginning. Yeah, and especially given that it's so emotional for brides and it's the day that they're looking forward to, if you're not clicking on an emotional level with them, not only yeah. are you not gonna be there for them what they or give them what they need emotionally or from your job, but like you're with them all day on the day of their wedding. Mm -hmm. How are you gonna feel? How are they gonna feel when yeah. you're not vibing really well? And for you that don't wanna you don't wanna feel awkward. Yes. Um either as the bride or as the vendor working someone's day when you and that person are off. Yes. And as as someone and I've worked for a few different venues, I've done planning on my own. Um, I've seen that go on before and I'll be honest, like it's painful. Yeah. Like it, it is painful. Yeah. And even like I just got off of a event that I did 15 hours of content creation, which was uh, granted. That's a long time. It's a long time. <laughs> I love it. And I was so happy. And at the end of the night, I was willing to keep going, which <laughs> just proves how much I literally love the bride. But I can't even imagine that if I didn't really click with her and I was in her personal space for 15 hours on the <laughs> biggest day of her life. Like, can you imagine that? No. That would be a nightmare. I'd be yes. like, just when is this day over? Like, I was so grateful and I was even texting her after. I was like, I, I text all my brides. I'm like, that was 
genuinely the nicest thank you for letting me hang out with you because I feel like we're friends at that point. Yeah. But if you're not. I mean, you're you're involved in the most personal day in somebody's life. Yeah. So now with content creation, because I want to like also, you know, take away this stigma, which yeah. is that you are replacing the photographer and videographer, which is not the case. No, no. You're really working in conjunction with them as like an addition to the team totally. to grab some behind the scenes content that the bride is able to get pretty much immediately to get next day. So yep. this way it also kind of gives the photographers and videographers time to work on editing and things that they have to do before they send anything so that the bride and the groom have content and have things that they can look back on pretty much immediately, but they're not like stressed in a way, like waiting for the, the photos and videos. A hundred percent. I tell all my brides, I am not a replacement for photo video ever. Like I, and I know that there are some brides that are like, look, I don't want a videographer, but I did want something which I get, but also at the same time, I do something that's so drastically different than videographers. Like I'm not there editing things on a, like Premiere unless I have to, but like I'm not, I'm not editing on Premiere going in, spending hours and weeks and months like perfecting this video for you and making sure the quality is perfect and rigging things up. Like I'm not doing that. I'm there more to capture the more authentic little moments throughout the day and they're not perfect and that's what makes my job fun is because my content is never center because I'm not always, I'm not the center <laughs> one ever <laughs> so that's always the photographer and videographer I'm always a little off to the left or to the right um, but my my videos and photos are never going to be center they're never going to be absolutely perfect they're going to get cut off a little too short because the photographer moved in a way <laughs> that you know just got in my shot but I I, I think that what people need to understand is there is a difference and yes I am giving them quality content it's not the same as the photo video team at any capacity but it is quick so they do have something that they could share the next day that isn't them just reposting what their aunt took and it was off center <laughs> and blurry or like you know or just the selfies of guests that they were like well now that's the first thing people are gonna see of my wedding and I wish I had something for the next three months that I could at least show that I'm, I was so excited that the day was so beautiful and I feel like I don't have that yet. Um, so I, I definitely think that the immediateness, like the imminent sending of something, like the content and the, that night and the next day getting all this content yeah. immediately is the biggest part of this because we want at this point instant gratification and we want to show something so beautiful that our friends and family are going to look on that couldn't be there and be like, oh, my God, this is what the day looked like. And it's not just. And and to add on to that is that the photos and videos that you get from your friends are just never good. Terrible. Like, they're, they're so terrible. bad. It's actually like, they're hard. how did you take this photo, you know? Yeah. Um, I had friends after my wedding, like, sending me photos, and I'm like, that was the best that you got <laughs> like come on i mean seriously yep so when you work on a wedding day yeah. what it like what do the hours and things look like for that like is there different like in a way packages that people yeah. can can purchase yeah so i do it on like a package basis and the packages are based on hours so 
I have a four, six, eight, and a 10. I obviously have done 15, so <laughs> <laughs> clearly flexible if anyone is asking. Um, but I always try, to, mostly the packages that I, I select or that people select are the six, eight, and the 10 unless like four hours for bridal showers and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's, actually, that's like a really good point, that people can do that for their bridal shower yep. or like an engagement party or something like that where it doesn't require exactly. you know, 10 hours because it's not a full day's kind of Exactly, affair. and they, they might not have a videographer because mm -hmm. then it might not be as important to them to capture it, but they right. want like a little something. So I I do the six, the eight, the 10 typically is, is where it lies, but um, they all come with different amounts because the longer I'm there, the more raw content they're going to get. And then also um, I give them edited videos. So I give them all the raw videos that I take throughout the day and pictures that I take, as well as the like curated, edited, little cool. tiny short form videos for them. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it's honestly, it's a talent because, you know, like I told you, all that it, it's so much about the social media now and it's it's just planning out content and figuring out what people want to do. I yeah. mean, even, listen, I'm not even gonna lie. I went on my bachelorette and I'm like, my friends cannot get the, this one video down. Like you had, <laughs> like, uh, listen, yeah. and, and I want to tell you, I was very chill bride. I know I probably don't seem like I was, but I really was. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know people say, this. like, no, like I was so chill. No, I really was though. And, um, sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. She's like, yeah, I'm going to interview your friends later. Yeah, exactly. Um, Stitch it right now. <laughs> and, um, and then trying like to get like, I'm like, come on, like one good, yes. like one Transition good video. Like or something. One, yeah. It was okay. I mean, honestly, it was, it was Fine. mediocre at best. Like they, they, oh you know, it, it wasn't their strong suit. It wasn't their strong suit. And that is why you need a social media content creator. That's I, why you need it. I will say it's even hard to get, even on wedding days, transition videos. Because <laughs> uh, I'm a big type A kind of person. I tell my brides this. Like, as I'm going over timelines with them, I'm like, okay. Da, 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 da. Like, knowing it's going to change drastically. Oh, of course. As everyone in the wedding industry knows, like nothing's ever the first nope. draft ever. You're going into the day and you have to be completely flexible. Um, mm -hmm. But I go in and I, I'm fully knowing what I'm capturing. I have a shot list that I need to get, whether it's photos, videos, but um, or transition videos, which, which is what I call them, or like TikTok specifically, um, where it's either a transition from them getting ready to them ready, or yeah. it's the like, uh, kind of them talking, talking over and lip syncing to a video or whatever. So, <laughs> see, I, I love those. And yeah. like when you watch the behind the scenes of them, they are it's hysterical. Oh my god! <laughs> I wish I kept them because I like delete that, delete that, delete I that. I would have loved to do that on my wedding day, but I was like, there's no way in hell that this is like getting done correctly. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm looking at my friends and I know none of them <laughs> together, but we did do it for my friend's wedding, which was two months before mine. And, um, she did like the Beyonce, like, I yes, think I'm ready. Yes. I just did yeah, that too. Yeah. So it, it's funny. Cause like we have like the behind the scenes. It was actually like really funny. It was you cute. See, I, I did that and finally nailed it with my bride, the 15 hour <laughs> one. I was like, we have 15 hours. We're good to go. We, we have plenty of time you're, to get this one. You're like. 
we have a million takes exactly. to get Whatever it right. Exactly, whatever it takes like. to get it, yeah. But um, it was great, and she actually nailed it on the first time every time, and I was like, this is, this is what I need. Um, but there's some days where the transitions just don't go the way they should, or I get the first part, and then by the time the bride has the dress on, the photo team whisks her oh, away. No. And granted, I'm like, you know, they have a shot list, they have a time frame, and when you have those crazy weddings where it's like, all hands on deck and it's and a one big bridal party yes. and, mm -hmm. and it's one right after another it's like there's no time in between we have to get them on the bus we have to do this but, 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 but. like there's no time to finish it so at the end of the night I'm like hey yeah we have <laughs> we still have like two more TikTok endings to film do you want to film it now so <laughs> it's like very fluid go with the flow for me um that that basically is 90 percent of my job is dealing with whatever's thrown at me by the photo video team and just rolling with it because you got to yeah. do it. That's that's all you can ask for is, is yeah. going with And the I think it's also good because you're working on these events where you're meeting all different vendors. Yeah. You're, you're going to different areas. So like, I know you're from Long Island, just yeah. like me, but you know, you're going, you know, different states, different countries. Yes. Like you're meeting people from all over that you never know what other opportunities will lie ahead yeah. or where it might take you in other avenues for like for work. Yeah, and it, it's so nice because I'm always nervous because I feel like, and I don't know if you know this, but sometimes content creators, especially in, in the industry, are getting a bad rap because there are people not in the industry that just are social media managers that they're like, oh, right. okay, I could do this. Like a bride saying, oh, I plan my wedding. I could be a planner. Like, yes, yeah, there's like, plenty of that. <laughs> I know. Um, and there's con there's social media managers that are coming out and jumping in photographer shots, jumping in front of the videographer, <laughs> pushing them out of the way, being in the middle of the ceremony as it's happening in the aisle when the first kiss happens. Like there are so many th horror stories that I heard. and. I am always nervous to go into a wedding because I'm like, what have these professionals, especially the photo video team, what have they heard and how can I ensure them that I am a professional and I've been in the wedding industry and I know what I'm doing. So I always write them before the, the any time that I'm going, I always write the photo video team and tell them who I am, tell them my experience and let them know that I'm not just some random social media manager that's like <laughs> coming in off the street. Um, so I specifically am like, I am going to make sure that they like me. <laughs> I'm going to be best friends with them at the end of it. And I have, I met so many people that they were like, I was so petrified at first. There was a content creator coming and now we text Aww. all the time. So it's so nice. Yeah. I mean, cause what you're doing in, in, and I'm sure there's a lot of, a lot of people who have been doing this for like quite some time, but it's still in a way very new school. Yes. Um, and I think that like it will evolve for you over time yep. too, because we see like Instagram reels and TikTok are like the thing of today, yep. but who knows what that will be in a year from now. Exactly. I haven't mastered TikTok, so like we're already behind, but like- <laughs> Just a little, <laughs> I'm like a little, a little behind. I feel like I'm like, I'm past the point of like, I'm gonna be like TikTok famous, like it's not gonna happen because- <laughs> Yeah, no, I, think, I think I'm funny enough too. I really do. Like I think you I, I, I'm like, and that might be like the most braggy thing that I say about myself, but I don't really care. I actually think that I'm like comical enough for TikTok, but you know how like when you post something and you're like, oh, I think that's like the funniest thing that like I could have said or whatever, and it's yep. like it is it, it yeah, like doesn't get as much <laughs> like. But then you post something and you're like, and then you're like, wait, wow, this got so much traction. Yes. Like, why was that? 
so funny. When I tell you, it's so funny that you said that because originally my my journey through Instagram Reels was I was taking videos with a DSLR camera. I got a DSLR for solely <laughs> for like social media purposes. Would go to events for my vendors and then edit them on Premiere and color correct and like stabilize and whatever. And they get nothing. They get like a thousand <laughs> views. And I'm like, okay, like why why do I keep doing this? I go to one bridal shower with my phone like this and for like five seconds edit it in the car there for five minutes post it gets half a million views I'm like that is <laughs> I was like what is happening here you're like you're like why this one exactly I'm like this is so annoying right now I'm glad it's blowing up but I'm like I hate you Instagram sometimes <laughs> so I I realized then that I'm like you know what maybe it's my perfectionism that I'm like, I need to post things that are perfect, but people don't like things that are perfect. No, they don't. They like things that are like relatable. Yes. I said b before my wedding, I posted this, this like reel that was um, like basically like, oh, I have like 16 days to my wedding and I have like six years of working out to do, like, <laughs> you, know? you know, and I'm like, shit, like we got to cram it in like yep. <laughs> two weeks ago, but, and like, Honestly, like I did think it was funny, but like that I was like, funny. Yeah, we'll see if it goes. It like was like my highest like yes. viewed, viewed video, and like it got like the most shares. Which normally I don't check those things because I like kind of always forget how to. But then when I saw it, I was like, oh my god! Like, look, look at, at all these people sharing my video. Yes, <laughs> authenticity is key now, and I, I say this with every vendor who I work with. Like, if you're not authentic with your audience on social media, you're not doing it properly because they want to feel that connection and they yeah. could tell when you're fake. They really can. And I could tell when people are fake or they're buying followers and they're right, buying. right. In this industry there's a pandemic of buying followers and buying likes yeah. and views. And and I will say, so I have never done that and I I say that with pride because I'm yes. like you know what, what is that going to get me? Nothing. It's not going to get me anything. It's not going to get me sponsors. It's not getting me paid. It's not getting me real people who are following my yep. stuff who like care about what I'm talking about. So I, I didn't and like, I've watched it grow, yes. you know? It feels slow to me, but it's also just like, but it's organically growing and people care what I have to say. Yes, and it's people that really, really value you and the, and it's the community you wanna reach. And I am not kidding, and brides, look at your vendors and see if they follow, if they bought followers. You know you could tell, you and can. it's just disingenuine. Cause well, you can tell because if someone has 30,000 followers, and like 11 likes yes. on the photo. Like why do you have 11 likes if 30,000 people are following I you? I totally agree. Or I'm like not to be a hater, but you know. No, but it's true. <laughs> or like I, I even saw someone that bought, like that has like 30,000 followers, but buys likes. Cause immediately upon posting, there's all of a sudden like a thousand likes. I'm like, you got a thousand likes in three minutes? That's weird. <laughs> so I'm like, and I hate to be like a hater like that, but and like you would, and you would know be uh, better than anyone else about like being able to see these things. Yes, I know so. right away. And it's funny because even um, you had him on the podcast, Vincenzo Salvatore Cakes. Of course, one of my besties. I, I love him. I taught him that. Like I, when he was like, I don't know how you realize, and I taught him what to look for. And he goes, Oh my god, this person bought their followers. Oh, this person bought their followers. Mm -hmm. I was like, I know. And he goes, I would have never known unless you told me. But sometimes it's really there and sometimes it's just 
and and people try to swindle you too like they try to do collaborations i've had yeah. i've had brands be like oh i have x amount of followers i'd love to do a collab with you it'd be great exposure i'm like okay well you bought all your instagram followers and i'm why are you trying to swindle me i've like that? also always like I, I stand by this, and I'm sure people will um, not like what I'm about to say, but it's true. Um, collaborating for something where it's for exposure, you never get what you need out of it. I'm sorry. You, you just did work for free. And I have done plenty of that over the past... 10 plus years so I know what that feels like to be like oh you know I want to be part of this or this could be really good for me or this could introduce me to so-and-so but then it reaches a certain point where it's like I don't need to always collaborate yes. on something that's not like bringing me anything out of I it. I agree I think when you're small and it's worth it I always put mm -hmm. it in contracts because I say these are what I need you to do for me and if mm -hmm. you don't do this you're going to pay the full amount because it's not fair to ask vendors who are spending time, money, energy, like just giving up giving up their weekends to come and do something for yeah. free and them not get what you need out of that situation. And a lot of influencers and, and people take advantage of it. So I put it in a contract and I'm like, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Can you provide this? I feel like this is a good, fair trade for my services on that day. And if you can't, then it's too bad and we'll just have to part ways and nine times out of ten I do get it and honestly the only the influencers I work with are the only the ones who I love and I trust and I vet them very very properly and yeah. ask them for everything like a media kit and everything like that um, but I yeah that you can get really unfortunately like taken advantage of in this industry to do Definitely. work for free all the time yeah no it's it's true and listen there are some things like you said that are like totally worth it exactly and um, also unfortunately you have to sometimes do certain things in order to learn yes. if it's worth it or not. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm still learning that myself. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> it's a constant learning process. Yes. So, Sam, I want you to tell everybody like where they can reach out to you so that they can learn more about hiring you for their day, whether they're a vendor or a bride-to-be who's like looking to have content creation. Yeah. Well, you guys could all reach out to me on So Bridal Social on Instagram. So that's S-O Bridal Social. Um, and then, honestly, I feel like as a Gen Z, that's probably the, the best place to reach me. It really so, is. Yeah. <laughs> as true form for social media managers you could just slide into my dms and <laughs> get in touch with me well that sounds good well first i want to thank you so much for coming on to the podcast thank you for having me it was um so nice. it's been it was so fun and it's funny because sam and i have like met multiple times over the years yes. just at at events and things like that and it's nice that we get to we get to collaborate on something today which is really fun it was really a long cool. time coming it was a long time coming it was and I want to wish you the best of luck on this venture, although you don't need it because you're already killing it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Not me tearing up. No, it was, it's so nice. And I am so blessed to be here with you and doing this. And I feel like it's just, it's full circle from literally when I met you. hundred percent. I was like, I'm, and then when I saw you the last time, I was just like, I, I need to have her on. Like, we need to talk about this. Like, this is such, it's such a major thing in the industry right now. Yeah. And I think it's only going to continue to grow. And 
I mean, y'all have to like teach me because I have no <laughs> idea. Um, because you know what it is? It's always evolving and yes. it's so fast. Yep. It's so fast. You think something is cool and then the next thing is happening and then you're like, but I just mastered this. Yeah. And yeah, so it's, it's hard and it really is even doing your own social media is just, it's, it's a full-time job. A hundred percent. And next time, I guess we'll be tr probably talking about AI or something like that, give or oh, take. And that, we might need a both a learning process. I'm gonna on need that a one. drink for that. Yeah, one, <laughs> the real bride tender. Yeah, podcast. I'll be bartending for that. Yeah. episode. <laughs> uh, well, everybody, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of the Bride Tender Podcast. You can go follow us on Apple, on Spotify. Uh, you can watch us in on YouTube and check out the video and get to see Sam in person. Um, if you're not already following me on Instagram, please go follow me at The Bride Tender for all fun facts on the wedding industry, ways to save money on your special day, and of course, hiring the best in the business for your wedding. Go follow Sam at So Bridal Social. See what she can do for you for your special day and make you feel like the most special bride to be. And until next week, mix yourself a cocktail, slide into my DMs with questions you want answered on all things weddings. Stay sane, stay healthy, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.